you don't have the luxury of being like everybody else. Family man. Welcome to the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? Well, Scott, it's just one of those rainy days here in northern Indiana. Super grateful for the rain. Uh, the grass is green, and my son who cuts grass is super happy about that. Um, but it just feels like one of those times where we all just need to take a deep breath. I don't know about you, Scott, but I just feel like <laughs> things are broken and things are moving fast. And, you know, it just feels like I go from one project to another and I don't accomplish much. And, and so I've got some things on my list today and it just feels like it's been really, really busy since the last time we talked, by the way, uh, sorry for throwing you in the closet last weekend <laughs> or last week. Um, your good buddy, Steve, uh, suggested it and I thought it was a great idea. So I hope you were encouraged. Um, Indeed. I know thanks for the opportunity for lots of dads to be a part of that. So, well, thank you. And thanks to Steve and to all you dads. Uh, I probably should say less than I, <laughs> um, <laughs> It, you it's, have a humbling, it's a humbling experience to be loved oh, like this. Yeah, well, don't let it be because it's just dads helping dads, and I and I like that. No, it's it, that's a good thing. I th actually thought about that, and it was important for me to define the difference between humbling and humiliating because I think <laughs> that there is a truth. That's think, the truth. Yeah, you know, humbling is is God wants us to be grateful and yeah. feel loved, which I do. Yeah, and Satan wants us to feel humiliated and worthless, which yeah, is the temptation. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I finally discovered the, the meaning of the verse that talks about um, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. I actually had the thought at one point that, because, you know, I've, I've been on the giving end before where I've gotten to give to people and help them. And, sure. and you know, I've been on the receiving end before too. And, and I actually had the thought, it's a lot more fun to be on the giving side of this and mm. than to be the givey. And then I thought receiver. And then that verse came to mind and I was like, mm. is that what this means? I always thought that yeah. was just something you told your kids to make them <laughs> not be greedy at Christmas time, you know, <laughs> but now I realize, Oh, it actually is more blessed to give than receive, but yeah. it is yeah. quite a blessing to be, um, to be in this seat too. So, Anyway, thank you all. I'll shut up now. No, it's such a, I mean, it's such a great lesson and really one that I want to teach my children. Uh, we were, my, my daughter and her husband were over last night. We were just sitting outside talking and she goes, thanks dad for, you know, we had gotten them something to make their life a little cooler. And even my other children, they're like, dad, you don't have to buy our pizza or you don't have to do this. And, 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 you know, I'm just like, I don't know what the big deal is because I feel like everything that I have has been given to me by God. You know, sometimes we don't recognize it. We think, oh, it's because of our job or because of our skill. 
And really, they're still gifts. They're gifts from God. And so it doesn't feel like to just rearrange the gifts that it's that it's that big a deal. And really, uh, people will say, well, if they didn't, if, if we didn't take care of it, then nobody will. And I'm like, that's not true. You know, God takes care of his children. And if you don't do it, then somebody else will do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think those are huge lessons to teach your children. Because, you know, if you've uh, watched any old television, it's a common theme. I don't know why. You know, where the guy comes knocking on the cabin door and he says, here, I brought you some ham hocks. And the hardened mother says, we don't take charity in this family. And I'm thinking, that is the stupidest thing ever. Why would you not do that? We're going to starve to death instead, but we're proud. Yeah. And I'm like, we as, you know, Christian dads should teach our children to receive gratefully and rejoicingly and to be thankful and I know that, uh, and I've shared our story that when we quit the pastorate and I started doing this, I mean, I made $2,000 the first year. Uh, I mean, the whole year. And I had five children and God took care of us. And it was an amazing time. And we rejoiced together. We prayed together. And I hope those lessons that my kids still see are things that will take them through, you know, as they teach their children to be, like you said, Givers and receivers, but I don't know. Maybe it's this is a hard lesson. Amen. Well, it's uh, been a couple of weeks since we talked. Last time I talked, I did not have another granddaughter, but I have another granddaughter now. Woo-hoo! So that's exciting. Uh, Jane Aurora Wilson. Uh, when they told us Jane was her name, we were just like, we were stunned. Like, <laughs> of all the names, I mean, I expected a name like from my son Ike, like Elon Musk named his son, to have at least a dash and a number in it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 37 dash and some kind of uh, Wait, what's Musk's symbol kid? that nobody knows, you know? What is Musk's kid? It's like some random number, has like letters and numbers and other symbols that are unrecognizable, but they like call him Barry, you know? I don't know. Uh, and I just, we kept thinking, oh, he's going to pick something really weird, like um, Here, I'll look Yoda or... <laughs> I haven't ignored you, know. you to look up anything on the internet for a while, so I'll do that now. Wow, that is weird. That is his name? It's like an X and then a little space and then the A-E where the A and the E are kind of smashed together. Right. Like the, the right part of the A is the left part of the uh-huh. E. And then another space, and then A-12. <laughs> exactly. And it's exactly. pronounced something. I don't know what they say. But they call him Mike. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what, that's exactly what I expected. So you got Jane Mike. instead, huh? We got Jane. And so when they said Jane, we just kind of went, wow, that is not what we were expecting. <laughs> but uh, Jane is kind of a family name. And uh, Aurora, in case you are not a Disney fan, is Sleeping Beauty's name. Yes. So. I so actually that, thought that when I heard it, I saw it on Facebook and I was like, oh, yeah. very and, Disney. And she is perfect. I mean, awesome. if you're going to have, when you have a baby, this is the kind you want. I mean, it was just the right weight. I, you know, uh, I know Henry was like <laughs> a pea in the pod. So, you know, I do not but, recommend having one Henry size, but <laughs> that's right. he's doing well. That's but. <laughs> the hard way. That's yes. the hard way. But you know, that, that, uh, the birth weight of like, 
six pounds, 14 ounces, they just slide out so much easier than the eight pound, yeah. 12 ounce kid, you know, or the nine pounder, or the 10 pounder. And it was not funny, but it was just like how it all worked out. It was, it felt super stressful because my wife and I had just gone to the, our, the family lake cottage and we had, we stopped for ice cream. It was just her and I, and we were thinking we we're going to spend the night, you know, by ourselves. And, uh, we had pulled up we got an ice cream. We're eating our little, you know, uh, she was eating her little dole whip and I was eating my, whatever I like, always get butter pecan and the phone rang and it was Carolyn. And, and I'm like, it's happening. And so we turned around and headed home to our drive home. And all along the way, we're getting these updates from Mike. You know, it's pretty bad here, dad, you know, or mom, uh, pray, pray, you know, and they have a doula. And do you know what a doula is, Scott? Yeah. It's a birth partner. Like exactly. Well, coach. you know, there was no such thing as a doula when yeah. our kids were being born. And so, uh, you know, now it's kind of like, it feels like some kind of yuppie thing to me. Uh, but anyway. It was a hippie thing for a while, but yeah. Yeah, like a hippie thing, you know, where someone who is the birth expert, I guess. Did they have the feng shui room? No, I don't think so. Because we had one of those in our one of our births. They actually had like really? this little... Supposedly, they had had a feng shui expert come in and design the room for them at the hospital. And wow. my father-in-law, the OB Jin... <laughs> Yeah, was actually at that birth and he was, uh, he was, we were making lots of jokes about the feng shui in the room. Anyway, yes, <laughs> go ahead. Yes. Well, the doula, you know, kind of talks you off the ledge and kind of helps you through to breathe. I remember we, when we first had a midwife and we had, I think a midwife for at least four or five of our children, maybe four. And, uh, my wife loved her because she would sit in the room. You know, the doctor basically just comes in walks around and goes, yeah, you're coming along real great. We'll be back in a little bit, you know, <laughs> which means I'll come at the very end and catch the baby. And so the midwife was like always there and she would stroke my wife's stomach and say, imagine your, your uterus like a flower opening up. And my wife, <laughs> she'd leave. And then my wife would say, that sounded so good. Say that to me, Todd. And I'm like, your stomach's like a flower opening up, you know, <laughs> feel it, feel it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did not have. I did not have the same. So a doula is kind of like that. So <laughs> Ike's going, she's 30 minutes away. You know, she's coming to the house and she's going to make sure. And he kept saying, oh, she could deliver the baby. And I'm like, has this doula ever delivered a baby before? You know, should they be going to the hospital? Why are they not going to the hospital? And we're driving and. Just pray. She's still 20 minutes off. And then Rissa, my daughter-in-law, uh, Carolyn's sister who lives next door is like, she's out there in the driveway in the middle. Uh, you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night. And she's like, there's no car. The car has not pulled up yet. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, the car is pulled in. I ran out to the car. The, do the door's open. They, <laughs> they left the door open. They're running back and forth. And then we're like, what is going on? You know? And, uh, then we get the news like she's not ready yet, <laughs> you know, and after they checked her and everything calmed down. And then at, I think they went to the hospital at 1130 to have the baby and they had the baby by one thirty, 
And when we showed up in the morning, I think we were there like at eight or nine in the morning. Carolyn looked like she had never had a baby before holding this little baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a great, great moment. Everyone so, was glowing and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she looked like, you know, just so excited. And so they've been doing great, uh, sleeping decently, you know, and. Did Ike have that deer in the headlights look that every first dad has? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he would. He looks pretty natural. Good. Um, so they're still kind of enjoying that. But this week now, so that was like a week and a few days ago, I think. Maybe 10 days ago. This week is fair week. Oh, mercy. We talk about it every year. Yeah. And it is here. <laughs> uh, and everybody else is so excited and. Uh, but Carolyn has taken this new baby, I think, every day so far to the fair. I mean, so that's how addicting, I guess, fair week is. Uh, we've been a couple times. In fact, yesterday, Tuesday morning, we went to, to cheer on Renly as she did llama. Her grandmother on the other side, they have animals and they have llamas and little goats and horses and chickens. and A giant butter pig. I don't know if they have a pig. That's a butter pig. <laughs> no, they have like a oh, big you mean butter? the yeah. kind of pig where they make it out of butter? Yes. No, yeah, they they do that. That's at the state fair. This is the county fair. Gotcha. So Renly was doing kind of like pre 4-H where they have like I think they call them the minis or something like that. So we went over and Renly walks her little llama out. And her other grandmother's holding on the line, too. And they have, I don't know, maybe six or seven kids. And they each kind of do, they kind of do it like they're showing it to the judges. And they do a little obstacle course. And the judge said, isn't this great, everybody, to see these young people out here doing the llamas? She goes, this is the future of llama. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, I feel better knowing that (laughs) the future is safe in llama. Uh, so, but Renly liked it and we all cheered and clapped and she got her participation awards and, but you're kind of watching all this and going this whole, like 50 acres is filled with people watching their grandkids and their kids walk a pig around an (laughs) arena, you know? And so, uh, and the food's expensive. It's expensive to get in. That's America, man. It does. I mean, as I told Debbie, when they were racing back and forth, the kids and they were doing that, they have a battle of the barns where the pig barn kids and the cow barn kids and the horse barn kids and the llama kids, the rabbit and chicken kids, they all do like, oh, you know, egg toss and things like that. Hmm. And I mean, the crowd was just going nuts. <laughs> and I told my wife, I leaned there, I'm like, this is what America's all about, you know, <laughs> only in America. Right on. It was, it's something. So, so we got to finish that, this up this week. And poor Ben, Ben is like, everything he owns is broken, which you know the feeling. Uh, oh, I've and, had that month too. February, yeah. February is still going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it or let yes. it rust to pieces. I had a great moment, though, if I can interject here. My air conditioner quit. Oh, yeah, you said that. it's not a good time for the air conditioning to quit. Oh. On the thermostat, it's all computerized nowadays, you know, and the thermostat said 
there was a communication error with the outside unit, something like that. And I, you know, we looked it up. And, and it had Googled a dollar it. sign beside it? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I, I saw the dollar signs, but it wasn't actually right. written there. Um, and we we looked it up, and I was like, okay, there were several possible causes. And, you know, I'm like, I have no idea. I took the panel off my air conditioner, and I'm like, I don't even know what any of this is. I know. That's what all men do. We take the panel off and we just look at it. Yeah. <laughs> like as though some something's going to be sticking out broken. Right. Eventually I called a friend who is an HVAC guy and he's come over before to help us when our air conditioner broke many years ago. But he, I actually FaceTimed him and he was like, well, let's see. That looks like this and this that looks like, well, yeah. You know that box behind you on the wall there? open that thing up. And, and so those are two fuses in there. Try and like shield the, you know, shade it from the sun so you can see if the lights are on there. And sure enough, one of those lights was on, which says right underneath it, if this light is on, the fuse is dead. Mm. So I had to go to two different Home Depots and one Lowe's to finally get a replacement fuse. But that was all it was. It was a fuse that had blown. Awesome. So he didn't, my friend didn't even have to get up off his couch and it cost me <laughs> 25 bucks and, we're I love those business. kind of yeah. fixes. That <laughs> was it. It took longer than I would have liked, but it sure worked out for the best. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, Ben, like on whatever day he had, maybe Saturday or Sunday, Sunday afternoon, replaced the brakes on his car, but he also replaced the rotors and the calipers, and he replaced replaced one of the shock absorbers. And wow, that's big time. I know it. I was super impressed and he did it in fairly short order. It cost a little more than he was anticipating because the rotors didn't fit. So he had to go to, you know, the, instead of getting them online, which were half, he had to go pay the full price. And well, mm. Rissa called yesterday and it's like, the van is wobbling <laughs> and uh -oh. she's driving home from the fair. So I went over to see what was going on. And so they took it to our local mechanic, who's a good guy. He's a family man. But, you know, I know Ben was trying to save money. And it just like, and his, you know, talk about air conditioning. He put in one of those, I don't know if you've, you've probably seen them, maybe not been aware, the air conditioning system called a mini split. Um, so basically, instead of, it looks like a hotel. You know how, like when you go to yeah. a hotel, they have that big unit sitting on the floor. Uh -huh. Well, this looks kind of like that, only it's a little bit smaller. It mounts high up in you. So you put the unit outside, and then a tube of Freon goes to each of those that is in, in an individual room. So he's got four of them on one side of his house, like in two bedrooms, and then in a living room, and then in a dining room. And so he installed it himself. I mean, it was a big job. And I don't know, a couple, three weeks ago, Marissa said doesn't feel like this one unit is cooling very well. Mm. Uh, no, I'm wrong. So the first time they turned on, it wasn't working. So the guy came out to look at it. He said the Freon had leaked out of the the joints, you know, or, or the connections. Mm. And he was going to have to put it in. It cost about a thousand bucks to fix it. Ugh. And Ben was just like, oh, I can't believe this. You know, why, 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 why? Yeah. You know, blaming himself. I knew I did it wrong. And so then a couple, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, Arissa said, hey, it doesn't feel like this one unit's cooling. 
And Ben went out and he saw that it was leaking. And he's like, oh, great. And so they called the guy back out and he came and he fixed it. Uh, he said he was going to charge him. But Ben said, that's not fair. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you guys just did this a few weeks ago. You said it was certified, you know. And yeah. so I, he hasn't gotten a bill for it. So I think he's thinking he's out of the woods. But, you know, it just feels, again, we've had this conversation on this show because this is the lot of a dad. It just feels like when it rains, it pours. It just that everything is broken around you. And dad, maybe you're feeling that way right now. Don't give up. And that's why I started the show by saying, take a deep breath. Um, because I, I feel a little like that. Like I just go from project to project. I never really fix it all the way. I'm just kind of, I start in on one project and I'm like, oh, I don't have the right tool. I'll go work on something else. And I just feel like I'm kind of spinning my wheels. But just breathe, <laughs> breathe. You know, this is. It's one of those parts of being a dad that like, I just didn't want to acknowledge it's part of being a dad mm. for a long, long time. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like now it maybe it just is, even if you, yeah. it doesn't matter if you have lots of money or you don't, you're going to have to fix some stuff and you're going to have to figure some stuff out that you didn't think you were going to have to do. And it's no fun. Well, I don't know, know how else to sugarcoat it, man. It's just not poor fun people like us always envision if we had money, we would just call someone up and it, we wouldn't have yeah. any problems, you know, but it doesn't matter. Like you said, it doesn't matter if you got a lot or little, it just is constant. I, and since last time we talked, um, I can't remember Scott, but, uh, I know we were praying for John Hannigan's son, Joey. Yeah. Uh, Joey died and, uh, they had their funeral. I watched it online mm -hmm. and they streamed it and it was just a beautiful, beautiful service, you know, to a kid who so many people loved. And, uh, John called me that night or that late after. And he goes, so what did you think? And he meant about the service. And he said, was it, did you think it went okay? You know, was it honoring to Joey and to God? And I'm like, oh, it was, it was beautiful. I said, I hope they, I said, I said, I hope half as many people say half as nice things to, about me when I'm gone. But I asked him the question at the end. I said, so what do you do now? You know, uh, how do you keep swimming? Like Dory reminds us all through her little song. And he goes, you know, I don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. But we're just going to keep doing it. You know, he said, we're going to go try to do something fun as a family. And, you know, my wife's going to cry a lot. And I don't know what we're going to do. And then we're going to take some time off and uh, just spend time as a family. But I just thought, you know, even as a dad, you don't have the luxury of being like everybody else. Like all the other family members. The other family members get a go to their dad and their dad is a strong one. And, you know, maybe that's why we fathers have to stay close to the father because that's the only person we have to go to and everybody else is coming to us and we still have to be the givers in the midst of everything broken and everything tragedy. And so keep praying for uh, John Hannigan. Um, uh, and, you know, it just, I don't know about you, Scott, but it just feels like, we just have so many heavy things around us right now. Uh, my son's friend, uh, who's you know just always kind of around his dad, who's probably my age, 
uh, maybe a few years older. They found cancer in him and, and it was like in his throat, uh, part of it. And he couldn't talk. And on maybe Monday or maybe it was Sunday. Oh, it was Sunday. Sunday, they basically said, you know, you're probably by the end of the summer, you're going to be in heaven. And he was a believer and he died that day, you know, and it was just such a shock. And uh, even another thing to pray about for everybody listening, my cousin's husband, Don, he has been diagnosed with cancer and it's his stomach and it looks like, you know, bad things are happening and it's happening fast. But here's why I'm telling you, because he needs a savior. Their whole family needs to be saved. And so if you would pray for Don and his family, um, you know, that he would be saved and his household, um, that God would use this to bring him to himself. Because, I mean, can you imagine? I don't even know how you how you handle any of it. Uh, it's hard when you know there's a better place and that, you know, God has a plan. But I can't imagine what it would be like if you didn't have any of that hope. And he doesn't. Um, so pray for him. I, I would really, really appreciate that. So on a lighter note, uh, Scott, do you have any other summer things that you still would like to get done this summer? Not not work, not work, but things like family stuff. I mean, oh, you had Fourth of July. And yeah. We already talked about that. I mean, there's still lots of summer left. Uh, you know, we're still and just getting started. I actually, we didn't talk about 4th of July, did we? No, but we had 4th of July since uh, last we talked. Did you do anything? You were kind of thinking maybe you would. We weren't sure. And we did end up going to the, uh, fireworks that we normally go to this year oh, yeah. was an interesting adventure because my father-in-law. So normally my stepmother-in-law would drive us and drop us off and, and then she'd come pick us up so we could kind of avoid mm -hmm. the crazy traffic. This year, my father-in-law dropped his car off at this bank right near where the fireworks would be shut off because they had, like, handicapped parking there, and he has a sticker oh, yeah. and all that. Because it's all about parking. Fourth of July is all about parking. <laughs> Which we thought would be great. Um, <laughs> but as it turns out with these types of things, the closer you are with your parking space, the longer it takes to get out. And <laughs> Right. And we thought everybody was going to like have a complete meltdown by the time we actually got out of there. So, <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, you know, and really lesser dads just skip all the fun stuff because it's such a pain to park the car. Yeah. It I is. mean, <laughs> it just goes hand in hand. I mean, memories come with terrible parking and traffic. I, I sometimes manage to remember that. I, occasionally yeah. I hear your voice in my head saying, this is it. Be the dad, you the dad. You know? Well, I need to hear it too, because I don't, I mean, cause as soon as my kids will say, Hey dad, could we go do this? I'm like, uh, I do that. Uh, all I can so think of cash. is lines of traffic, you know, how hard it is to find a parking space. And you know, if you have an RV, it's like 50 times harder. And I'm thinking, wouldn't it just be better if we did nothing? Yes. <laughs> you know, and then you kind of get that. Your wife goes, yeah, all you want to do is sit around and watch TV. I'm like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds nice. <laughs> so, and, you know, to add insult to injury, um, not only is it fair week here, um, and there's still lots of summer to do, but my family is coming up for vacation. 
Um, this is the my parents come up this Sunday and then they'll be here for a week. And then all my family, brothers and sisters and all their all their kids. And now they have lots of mates and girlfriends and boyfriends. And it's just it's, talk about Good exhausting. Times, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> all it is is sitting in the parking lot. It's, you know, it's not so. Uh, so You'll make it. Hey, can I throw in one quick sports update just for sure? Oh, a sports <laughs> update. Just, yeah. You know what baseball is, right? I do. <laughs> well, as I've mentioned before, the Reds are having a great season and it's lots of fun. The new superstar, Ellie De La Cruz, has been just doing amazing things that no one's done in like 100 years in baseball. Last week in one of the games, he hit a single and just a little blooper into the outfield, got on base, and then over the course of the next two pitches, managed to steal second, third, and home. Wow. And it was just hilariously fun to watch, and it was like no one on the Reds has done that all in one inning since Mm. 1919. Not even Charlie Hustle, Pete Rose? Exactly. Somebody else, I, I mentioned... That they ought to start calling him Ellie Dilla Hustle and uh, steals Pete Rose's nickname. But uh, some other guy wrote that recently. I was like, hey, they're stealing my idea. But anyway, it's so been were a you going to tie that into how he's a good dad as well? No, I don't think he's a dad yet. But um, anyway, these guys, they're all so young. They're like 19, 20 years old now or whatever. I don't know how old he is, but. They don't even, they look like little leaguers. To yeah. Me. I mean, they just, I, I feel like like Pete Rose always looked like an old guy. You know, and all those guys, they had, you know, they didn't have beards because they wouldn't allow them to wear beards. That's right. Back in the day, they were clean shaven, but they all had a five o'clock shadow and they looked old. Now they just look like kids with their pants hanging down on the ground, you know. Yes. And and their hat slightly cocked oh, yeah. to one side. Yep. Drives me nuts. It's so. fun. But yeah. Anyway, that's the big sports update. There was nothing really dad-oriented about that other than, you know, I probably should And there kids. you go, sports fans! Yeah, I should get my kids to a Reds game this year if I can. You should do that. That would be fun. I mean, don't they practically give those things away sometimes? Sometimes. I was at the library the other day, and, and some kid was signing up for some library summer reading program and got free Reds tickets for it, and I was like, ooh, i got to get my kids to sign up. Exactly. <laughs> or CBS does yeah. the, you know... They sponsor Hot Dog Day or something like that. Yes. That'd be a good family outing, actually. We don't have a close uh, professional, like, major league team. We have some minor league teams that you can go. Oh, those are even and, more fun. That's, like, more Americana kind of stuff, you know? That like, is true. That see is the true. Toledo Mud Hens or something, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I haven't been in a little while, but it was shocking to me because, really, the they don't really – they play very little baseball, and it's like a circus. Yeah. You know, where they're like, in between this inning, we're going to launch stuff out into the field. And, you know, they bring people out onto the field in between innings. And it's just crazy. But it would be a good family thing. So there you go, Dad. Um, If you don't have any good ideas for some summer fun, do something American. American. Like baseball or the county fair. Um, And again, you know, we got lots of summer left. Don't panic. But summer doesn't last forever. The reminder to me are lightning bugs. I don't know wherever you all live. 
not everybody has lightning bugs. We're getting close, I think, to the peak lightning bug season. And it won't be very long before they start dwindling. And then the last lightning bug will go dark. And that's always kind of like a, a signal to me that I've kind of missed things. So uh, make sure you do some summer stuff. If you got some stuff to fix, don't do it today. Just take a deep breath and uh, enjoy your family instead. And then tackle it again when you're rested. Maybe get to bed a little bit early. And uh, don't forget to pray for the Hannigans. And pray for my cousin Don. And, and just keep being the dad, no matter what. No matter what. So have a great weekend, and until then, you to dad. And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. 